हेलो अस्सलाम वालेकुम एंड वेलकम टू द फिफ्थ एपिसोड ऑफ बट्टा फास्ट मैं हूं अहमद नकवी मेरे साथ उस्मान सबीउद्दीन एपिसोड शुरू करने से पहले दो चीजें सबसे पहले तहे दिल से हम दोनों मुबारकबाद देने चाहते हैं उन भारतीय भाइयों को और वो भाई होते हैं जिनको बहुत शिद्दत से तकलीफ थी कि हमारी अभी तक तमाम एपिसोड्स इंडिया के खिलाफ स्पेल्स हैं तो आज हम इंडिया के खिलाफ स्पेल नहीं करने वाले और दूसरी चीज ये है कि ये हम एपिसोड एक दफा रिकॉर्ड कर चुके हैं मगर उस दौरान उस्मान खुद ही बताएंगे उनका माइक भी नहीं काम कर रहा था और मेरे घर के बाहर लग रहा था कि कोई ओलंपिक्स हो रहा है सायरन बजाने का पूरी दुनिया भर के लोग सायरन बजा रहे थे सो फॉर दोज हुन अबाउट द साउंड वी हैव रिकॉर्डेड दिस ए सेकेंड टाइम बिकॉज वी रेडी लव यू एंड हेट आर ओन लाइव उस्मान प्लीज टेल दस विच स्पेल and why your mic wasn't working my okay my mic wasn't working hello everyone my mic wasn't working because i had put the wrong end of the lead into the wrong end of the device uh i just couldn't <laughs> for the life of me work out this is not a euphemism yeah it's not a euphemism it was completely a, a stupid a very stupid mistake and so we recorded this the thing about that episode is by the way guys that 20 years from now when we're even more famous and rich and popular than we are now those tapes will come out yeah. they'll be like the lost recordings of the best podcast you ever heard and that will be like it'll be like pure gold then everyone will be like yaar wo tumhe episode yaad hai batta pass ki nahi wo nahi jo unhone record karke publish kari thi the original thi uski because that had all the gold in it <laughs> so the spell we're doing the spell we're doing um i, I don't know why it wasn't the first spell we did ever ahmed given that we've grown up probably our entire lives talking about it it's of course uh wasim akram's spell uh in the final of the 1992 world cup against the other great enemy that mm-hmm. i'm sure will be featuring a lot our colonial masters one time colonial masters england um the the 3 for 49 of 10 with no maidens with a gazillion no balls and wides um and in particular of course the two balls uh that kind of you know turn the game around completely um and yeah i was saying ever as a way into this conversation i think before we get into like the nitty gritty of the spell like i do feel like i i've been talking about the spell like literally my entire life i've spoken about the spell more than i speak about my daughters more than i speak about my family more than i speak about like you know my age more than i speak about living in like london and it being difficult and miserable about the weather more than any of that i feel like jab se main 15 saal ka tha jis din wo spell hua tha अब तक यानी तीस साल हो गए हैं माशाल्लाह मैं हर दिन मैंने या तो सोचा है उस स्पेल के बारे में या किसी से कुछ इसीलिए शायद पहली एपिसोड नहीं थी राइट बिकॉज इट्स अबाउट जब बूटलेग वर्जन में नहीं है सो यू आर मिसिंग आउट ऑनटिंग the thing that i talked about 
uh about that mbappe one and on air as well is that like you know it's not even like a teenager fantasy it's like a bachi chote se 7 8 saal ke bachche ki fantasy right ke like you walk into a world cup that your team is losing and boom 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 you score a hat trick against the greatest player in the world or former greatest player in the world now that you've stepped on the field like that's that's a child's kind of dream in this case in the wasim spell i am that child <laughs> like i'm 8 years old mere uh, you know or i think this is a huge part of that world cup lore is that in pakistan at least kyunki australia new zealand mein ho raha tha subah ke waqt matches hote the but us waqt ramzan to log us time pe jaag rahe the um ab main roze nahi karte aaj ye aaj saal ki umar pe aur main i don't remember waking up at sadi but i definitely remember being up for matches i i specifically remember ke jab pakistan all out hua tha 72 versus england and barish ho rahi thi and eventually itni barish hui thi ke pakistan matlab you know we both got a point each and that ended up crucial in in keeping us in that world cup i specifically remember that i was uh playing out a fantasy while the rain break was going on ke matlab main pakistan team ke liye khelta hu aur hum 72 bana ke out hue hain aur ab england ki batting hai aur maine koi you know art no victory thi so i am at that age in my life right like i think these like naive enough to think these things happen और उसके बाद एंड आई लाइक दिस स्टोरी अबाउट दिस इट्स अ वेरी लॉन्ग स्टोरी बट आई ट्राई टेल इट वेरी क्विकली विच इज दैट बिकॉज माई फैमिली वॉज एंड रियली इन टू क्रिकेट सो आई वॉज सेंट टू स्कूल दैट डे एंड आई वन ऑफ लाइक ट्वेंटी फाइव किड्स टू हंड्रेड शोड अप सो देर दिसर दिस पॉइंट इन टीचिंग क्लासेस सो दुट ऑल द चिल्ड्रेन इन साइड द लाइब्रेरी एंड पुट द मैच ऑन and uh even in this match like you know when when i look back at it now pakistan's playing terribly and like older me would watch a match like this just dying of stress and hating myself but young me had no idea um and most of the kids there had no idea to wo match lagaye javed mehta aur imran khan batting kar rahe hain bas wo out nahi ho rahe aur hum log shor macha rahe hain khush ho rahe hain khush ho rahe hain and then the teachers are like chup ho jaye chup ho jaye chup ho jaye we still waking sure the teachers are worried like oh shit we're losing control of this and like miss shanaz jo meri class teacher thi wo at some point like aap log chup nahi honge to main tv band kar dungi ek minute shout out to miss shanaz here but can there be a more pakistani teacher name <laughs> i don't think so shout out to well done for reading that that is all the every cliche exists in this cliche right like this is the origin myth of of millennial pakistanis um तो होता ही है कि मिस शहनाज करती हैं फिर कोई चौका पड़ जाता है और हम लोग फिर से शोर मचा रहे होते हैं मिस शहनाज टीवी बंद करते हैं मैं भी चौका नहीं पड़ा था बॉल बाय बॉल लोग आके मेरा दिमाग खराब करेंगे पॉइंट इज मिस शहनाज ने टीवी बंद कर दिया एंड वीर ऑल क्वाइट वीर लाइक अभी तक आप स्कूल आए और सीधा आप टीवी देख रहे हैं यू नो यूर दूर लाइक दिस इज द ग्रेटेस्ट डे ऑफ आवर लाइफ बट नाउ द टीवी शर्ट लाइक द पॉसिबिलिटी ऑफ नॉर्मल सी एन यू नो दिन एक्सपीरियंस ऑफ लाइफ इज कमिंग बैक तो अब थोड़ी सब की फट रही ना कि एक हम लोग ने प्रिजनर्स डायलेमाइंडसेंसेज ठीक है अब सब चुप रहेंगे ठीक है ताकि मैच को देख सके मिस शहनाज पुट द टीवी बैक ऑन एंड जावेद मियाँ दाद इज वॉकिंग बैक इन टू द प्रिवेलियन ही इज गॉट एन आउट वाइल द टीवी वॉज ऑफ और मिस शहनाज टीवी देखते हैं और वो फुल आसुआ से रो रही है और बाकी टीचर कहते हैं निशान आज तुम्हारी गलती नहीं है तुम्हारी गलती नहीं है ऑब्वियसली 
उस लम्हे में पाकिस्तान पहली दफा फाइनल खेल रहा था उससे पहले तीन लगातार वर्ल्ड कप्स में सेमीफाइनल हार चुका था इंक्लूडिंग एटी सेवन वेन एवरी वन थाउटिंग एट होम वी वर प्रोबली द सेकेंड इफ नॉट टाइड बेस्ट साइड इन दर्ल्ड एंड वी लूज दैट तो मिस चैनाज इज कैरिंग दैट वेट ठीक है this and i'm pretty sure i missed the opening trials but i like the was what wasim akram does for an 8 year old you're just like okay so this is how life happens ke thoda sa beech mein adversity hoti hai and then wasim akram shows up and saves the day great problem solved and like i think it took matlab that 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 was the problem with it i was that child who believed this insane thing and and maybe surviving pakistan mein zaruri tha ke aap aise I mean that's that's like you know social services ko bulaye yaar your parents have like a lot to answer for that you had and then there were 25 other kids who were at school i yeah these are other pretty burger schools this was a wednesday yaar midweek kuch nahi hota hai school mein sabko malum hai midweek is like chalo yaar khatam karo is din ko i th- i'm pretty sure it was a wednesday because yeah yeah although that strikes me as weird by the way if you think about it's it now it's bizarre the world cup was final was on a wednesday in the australian winter uh, or, or yeah late yeah or, or end of australian summer but yeah. yeah that is actually i've never thought about it it was a wednesday like why the hell would you have a world cup final on a wednesday yeah. like that's, <laughs> it's like basic broadcasting 101 right shoaib nabees ko bulaye unse kahe ke ek do chapar mare kahin pe in logo ko aap kis tarah ki programming i mean yeah, agar ye abhi point aap uthaye ye to should point out that it's really like the 92 world cup is the first one that really caters to modern television right like isse pehle kahi packer wagaira mein hua tha but the 92 one is where you have colored kids so you have night matches they had satellite tv right so they could see out to yeah i think 96 is when cricket becomes very different the world cup becomes very different but yeah. i think that the fact that 92 is a pioneer in a lot of things which is i think outside of pakistan's fairy tale when logon ko slip yaad rehta hai but also i think ye point gets on a wednesday speaks to the fact that there was still a lot of bullshit along <laughs> the cricket didn't really know how to sell 100% particularly to a tv audience yeah. um, which is, yeah. which now it's unimaginable uh, but but you know that was where we were but yeah you were saying what so, was your experience of so you know we we i was in jatta at the time i was like 15 i'm sorry to uh, it was like gcse years kind of i'm trying to remember so you know there was a little bit of ke yaar kuch karna hai zindagi ke sath you start thinking Okay, GCSEs are in your face, so then you you have to kind of make career choices and decide what you want to do, which is ridiculous at that age. But anyway, and so we went to actually what the one friend who we we were all this like Desi cricket playing group at a very international school, um, and we went to one guy's house who had a uh, dish, and so we went to his place at like four in the morning. It must have been in Saudi at that time, I think, and and watched it as a group. 
and it was phenomenal like you know for 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 the most part uh like i think the the most nervous time we had was when imran and javed were batting because we were really like what are you guys doing like you know this is this is one it's really boring and two like you're literally losing us this game you know imran was dropped by gooch that would have been terrible uh miadad was struggling with stomach cramps and stuff and you were like what are you guys doing of course that part of the innings played out perfectly but then when wasim came on and i distinctly remember this feeling and this this was had been kind of built up over a period of time is that uh he wasim will do it he will he will sort this out for us aap at least a total rakh dein wasim will sort it out for us because at that time he was just kind of emerging from the shadow of imran uh, over that late 80s kind of early 90s period imran you know had kind of finished effectively as a cricketer by then batting imran ki thi but bowling was gone wasim had stepped up uh, across the late 80s and early 90s as the guy as a go to guy us zamane mein clutch watch ki koi baat nahi karta tha it was just that you know ye ek player hai jo pressure handle kar leta hai and wasim had proven that time and again australasia cup ke final mein just before that he had hit a 49 and taken a hat trick against australia to win it 88 series against west indies he was prominent in that throughout the series uh and the nehru cup final when he came out and just like hit a six of the only ball he faced in the final which happened to be the second last ball of that final off with richards no less who you know he was a batter of course but could bowl decent like a uh, decent off spin very more than decent off spin and so you know the guy was like becoming this clutch figure and so we thought ki yaar final mein aa gaya hai wasim ka tournament jis tarah ka bhi gaya hai he will perform like he will we will bank our hopes on him and he will not let us down it was you know you're 15 you're still kind of on the cusp of becoming an adult so you still retain faith and optimism in things he's like you're not a cynic like i am now <laughs> you retain faith and hope and optimism so you thought wasim kar lega kuch na kuch and you know then of course he he, he got both of them out which wasn't out like you know we say that to this day ke oh galat us out diya magar legally galat out diya magar morally or spiritually ekdam sahi out diya tha usse like i think ethically morally spiritually <laughs> what's that fuck in bothum first of all <laughs> basically <laughs> and you know bothum had had a great tournament as well up until then he was having like a late career swan song at the forefront of this very german like efficient england team full of all-rounders like uske one say 11 tak all-rounders hi the and they were showing a new way forward for white ball cricket a great side actually arguably one of their greatest sides until like this current generation in white ball uh and then you know wasim gets that first wicket and you're like okay you know wasim's getting there and i i had never bought into the into this like narrative through that tournament ke wasim bowling somehow achhi nahi kara raha tha like people were like worried about wasim ke yaar wo wides or no balls bahut zyada kara raha hai and i was like man like the point of cricket at that stage was that he has to get wickets and he was picking up wickets throughout that tournament he had 15 wickets before he got to the final which out of like 8 9 games in an odi i think it was a pretty good rate you know wides kara raha tha wo but imran had said to him that you know screw forget all this just bowl fast so he was he was bowling well as far as i was concerned and you know then what he did we'll get into now but yeah my feelings were that wasim has got this and that was built up over three or four years of wasim constantly getting this you know like pakistan in trouble wasim akram there to help you out and he will do it because he was just it, it was a wonderful wonderful time in wasim's career and of being a wasim fan because he literally literally at that stage i can't remember one thing that he ever did wrong he even appeared in like anti smoking adverts man which like come on dude like come on 
I I mean ek to I, I this we should definitely come back to Asim bhai aap thakte nahi hai uh that 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 deserves its own segment magar jo abhi yahan pe baat ho rahi hai ke uh like i was just thinking about this ke you know you were saying you were 15 at this point so i was 16 when we played the 99 world cup final um uh, you know and so by that time like it's clear that's why you're like this and <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing right ke unlike you who at that point from like whatever 8 to like 15 had seen was seen be absolutely golden i had started at his peak and so then like all the the revolts against him the fixing the mystery disappearance in the bangalore quarter final in 1996 um whatever else you want to throw at that like uske bawajood bhi mera iman utna hi pakka tha and i find like 99 was for you know it was such a it was a moment where like for a lot of people ek aapki thi ke okay who am i if if wasim akram can't win a world cup final <laughs> what do i believe in anymore <laughs> like you know mera iman kaha jayega main 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 kya manta hu is duniya mein i think like that that was because what you saw in that world cup final it was just like every time that he failed wo tha ke ha yaar theek hai matlab aaj ye umpire beman tha ya mausam sahi nahi tha ya ye tha ya wasn't a big occasion and 96 i don't know i had like a million different justifications ke wasi matlab mein fire for fan ke khela um and like on the plus side it kind of you know at least वसीम वर्सेस वकार डिबेट में था कि ये लो भाई तुम्हारा वकार लाइक like, वकार के बगैर वसीम वन वर्ल्ड कप बट वसीम के बगैर वकार को रिंटी में स्टॉप आ जाए जतेजा व्हिच इज अनफेयर एंड वी कैन गेट इनटू दैट अनफेयर इज रिलेटिव बट डिपेंडिंग ऑन व्हिच साइड ऑफ वसीम वकार यू सिट ऑन अनफेयर इज रिलेटिव या एंड एंड आई थिंक कि वहां पे बात फिर ये भी आ जाती ना कि अब हम लोग यहां बैठ के सवा घंटे बात कर रहे हैं एक्सपेल के बारे में तो शायद वी कैन टॉक अबाउट लाइक न्यू आंस बट लाइक in so many of these things it is those big moments that everyone remembers right like at least mujhe sports ke bare mein sabse achhi baat lagti hai ki hum sab milke ek cheez experience kar rahe hain ek sath aur usme hum sabko yaad bhi wohi cheeze rehti hain which are the biggest headlines and yep. i think you know imran definitely had that knack but wasim for sure has that ability to kind of show up for big games and and you know I, i again like bahut sare log aapko de denge nahi 94 mein ye hua tha or whatever on your fuck point is <laughs> ke in terms of like those big memories wasim owned all those big memories yeah yeah he's he's like if you go through and and we will like i promise we will get to the spell right after this but if you go through all of pakistan's like greatest moments from about like you know the late latest mid to late 80s up to i would say like even the end of the 90s like wasim has been prominent in all of them west indies ke khilaf teeno home series uh, teeno series home and away he, his record was outstanding in those series like you know saved them in that right from the first series in 86 when he took a six for hit 60 in one of the test matches then 88 may when he roughed up bib richards of all the goddamn people and then 90 may he took wickets along with wakar in that one also he was prominent right throughout that he was right at the forefront of the 92 win over england you know one of the greatest five test series uh, i think easily the greatest five test series pakistan have ever played uh you know that entire tour when they won the tetley challenge and stuff wasim was right up there 
99 के वर्ल्ड कप में ही वाज प्रोमिनेंट ऑल द वे थ्रू द फाइनल द ओनली ट्राई सीरीज विन पाकिस्तान हैड इन ऑस्ट्रेलिया वसीम अकरम वाज कैप्टन बाय द वे लाइक अ ह्यूजली अंडर अप्रिशिएटेड ट्रायम्फ बट वसीम वाज कैप्टन ऑफ दैट साइड um 88 89 mein when they got to the final of the tri series he was there nehru cup australasia cup everywhere so like wasim is the very definition of clutch and i know there's people out there who will say hey there's no such thing as clutch but i'm telling them to f off because this guy was clutch right this guy really turned up at those big moments and he performed exactly as you hoped and expected and wished that he would uh so yeah wasim clutch now we come to the spell and i'm going to start this off like you know that by by pointing out something that we again take for granted because we've grown up with that spell but it was something that jared actually and it took an outsider almost into the experience to kind of point it out he says that you know that like that the the wasim akram's whole thing his left arm thing some some people reduce him to being like a great reverse swing bowler which is absolute crap he's much more than that always has been and the thing about wasim was that he was and and this is how the outside world remembers him is that he was a pioneering bowler you know wasim se pehle left arm fast bowlers bahut kam the successful left arm fast bowlers cricket mein aur bhi kam the like you know there was maybe alan davidson as an all rounder back in the 50s and 60s but successful long lasting left arm fast bowlers of his genius were uh, absolutely like hardly anybody there you know and so wasim was it primarily a pioneering thing in cricket like a like an innovation almost and then okay, the deliveries to alan lamb and chris lewis right that so that that first ball to alan lamb is a ball even though neil fairbrother who had been playing with wasim at lancashire all this time had kind of warned alan lamb about this delivery okay, what's he doing and you know fairbrother told him that he's going to bring it in he's going to angle it in and take it take it away alan lamb's like yeah sure you know probably says something like i got this don't worry it's fine and then when you come down like it's one thing knowing what he's going to do but then to be able to play that delivery still to this day it's a timeless delivery it's impossible to play that ball you may have seen it being bowled by guys like i don't know mitchell stark who had to hit a crack to bowl james wins in an ashes like that you may have seen zaheer khan bowl it every now and again mohammad amir bowled some deliveries like that which caught the outside edge rather than the rather than the off stump but to this day 30 years on somebody bowls a ball like that between 85 90 miles per hour it is still a great ball like it's it's unplayable whatever era you're in and wasim was doing it then and batters had not seen it that often and even if they had they couldn't do anything about it so that that delivery is like just it's spectacular it's innovative it's it's pioneering and and it's unplayable like for that day for that time ye baat you said in the last right now as well right if a seam is a really complete bowler not just a reverse swing etc maybe ye baat bilkul dur usse hai kyunki ek to waseem se pehle there is almost as you said like other than one or two names there is no great left arm bowl, fast bowler um, in cricket as such aur waseem ke baad se aapke paas ek you know ek line lagi hui hai ye sare jo bhi naam liye are all excellent lead bowlers and like so that that has that's not just ki pakistan mein aapne koi cheez badli jahan pe aapke paas you had mohammad amir you had shain shah right now etc you had your whole bunch of lakans but you literally changed the global game um and that's like that's a, a huge level of impact aur dusra ke wohi jo baat ke alan lamb is probably like i got this is because up until that moment jo jis duniya mein hum rehte the usme 
ऐसी अगर कोई ट्राई भी करता बॉल करना है तो उसका मतलब ये था कि वो इस तरफ से आएगी बॉल और सीधी नहीं होगी स्लाइटली डिविएट टू वन बिकॉज नो बडी हैज दैट लेवल ऑफ स्किल सेट जब वो एक्चुअल बॉल आती है तो उसकी जबरदस्त चीज ये है कि एलम दैम की मूछे नौ बजे हैं और उसकी मलेट बारह बजे लाइक लाइक उसका पूरा जिसम पेड़ा आज इमरान खान की अरेस्ट का वारंट निकला है एंड एंड इन लॉट ऑफ वेज लाइक इमरान खान पॉलिटिकल करियर स्टार्ट्स विद दीज टू डिलीवरीज राइट लाइक हैड इमरान खान लॉस्ट दिस वर्ल्ड कप फाइनल नोट्स राइट बट आई मीन बट द अदर थिंग इज नॉट जस्ट हिज पॉलिटिकल करियर इन टर्म्स ऑफ द फेम मगर इमरान खान की जो शुरू से था कि यू नो के पाकिस्तान का यूथ और उसमें टैलेंट बहुत है एंड इट जस्ट नीड्स एप्लीकेशन एक्सेट्रा एक्सेट्रा what i find interesting about this is that this isn't imran necessarily talking about himself because like imran himself says this in his in his as a, from a cricketing point of view that when he makes it to the team um he's too early and he doesn't have the skills and he has to work really 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 hard to just be at the level that he ends up being at when he's describing a young person that you just pluck out and wo aate hi usme bahut zyada talent hai aur aapko bas usse thoda direction deni hai and he can become a world beater it feels like he's talking about wasim akram like the vision for the youth that tehreek e insaf and imran khan have had is feels like when you look at the prem like this main youth that was in imran's life uh, yeah. you know imran's in his mid 30s wasim's in his teens when when they start playing together Um, yeah, yeah. This is exactly the kind of archetype that Imran then believes. Okay, fine. If I can do this with Vasim, I can do this with 180 million people. Uh, actually, I think with our population at that point. Like, I think that's you know, obviously, it's it's not just that Pakistan won that World Cup and whatever, and obviously in that World Cup as well it was Inzi also and it was Mustaq also other youngsters that he backs. Um, but really, it's like in its most sublime expression because he he'd been experienced. He's been doing that with. It was because he had success mentoring Vasim that. he's also has success with like all these other people and it culminates and that's why it's so poetic it's no none other than wasim who kind of caps off these last few years of his career and javed's career in a sense and really that era of pakistan cricket with those two deliveries like um you know it's it's its impact is not just on like cricket ki skill sets but also pakistani politics yeah and and with, with the fullest expression of the genius that imran had always said that he had right a genius that imran always felt that he himself did not have but this guy and yeah, I, i'm we're not going to go into the fact that it wasn't imran who discovered wasim but you know we we'll, like we were happy to stick with that story bechare javed bhai hamesha is pe maar khate hain ki yaar actually he was the guy who picked wasim and backed him and his earliest battles he fought for wasim and godman wasim not to his credit always kind of uh, recognizes that as well but yeah i think the the key thing with imran uh, and wasim was the, the that mentoring right and you know, for all the talent that wasim had for all his ability to produce that kind of delivery uh, he always acknowledged and he did it and it's an under under noted aspect of his career is that he worked damn hard for it like he worked like a goddamn dog or imran ne you know one of the first things imran said to him when he had 
a lot of time with him was which was on the 87 tour of England uh you know five test series they're there for like three months Imran is in his element because he's in his other home maybe his true home he's going around partying and like you know playing cricket and winning series and also partying or Wasim ko apne saath le jata tha Imran everywhere he was like you know growing him up as and he was literally kind of bringing him up as an adult into the world you know he got Wasim his first club contracts county contracts took him out to nightclubs you know so Wasim learned about life outside of a cricket field but the one thing that he drove home to him all the time which i think stayed with Wasim was that you just have to work damn hard you've got this amazing gift and you cannot let it go to waste you cannot let it control you you have to work hard enough to be able to harness and control that gift that you have and i think that you know that that is something that never left Wasim so Wasim was in the nets all the time trying new things never shirked like you know bowling long spells uh, and just and just working hard and so you know it's one of the things that gets forgotten about Wasim is that as well as the ridiculous gifts that he had to be able to bowl that lamb ball is that he worked goddamn hard for it to to do to be able to do that it's not just that you know he came up and he turned his arm over or nikal gayi he worked damn hard for it magar ye, ye i think ye baat you know it's interesting that you're saying this Because, and, and yes, I do, you know, I, I feel nicer if it's true for Vaseem, but in general, we are sitting at home and we are saying, this is not going to happen, that is not going to happen. international level sport is playing, that is how much, compared to how much you work on your job, that is how much you work on your job. Just to be like the shittiest player on that field, you have to work <laughs> extremely hard. Um, you know, it's really something beyond like most people's kind of comprehension. So there's no doubt about that. That being said, I feel okay. Like, I remember when I remember when I bet warm-up because especially now, like, cricket has changed so much. In, at, at that era, it was like expected, not just with Pakistan, but West Indies as well, the two like best pace attacks. But So, expectations, but still, Prick Info, the, you know, in the pandemic, did the ball-by-ball of this, of this, of this match. And in his opening five-over spell, Vaseem has five wides, three no-balls, and another five leg-side wides that are not given. And, like, massive leg-side wides, not, not Aachkal's <laughs> leg-side yeah. wide, that leg stump is doing, like, huge leg-side wides. Uh-huh. And, you know, I feel in that sense, because he was so good, that any time he did something that was like even you know it felt like like maybe he was just injured for bangalore right but you're just like wasim can't like wasim injured and on a wheelchair can still bowl out india like you know so you have this expectation that bro ye itna acha hai ki ye zinda bhi aa jaye na to dusri team ko hara dega which i think kind of the the skill level at some level if if not ki mehnat nahi kar raha i definitely always felt that everything comes really easily for wasim you know it was hard to see when he was really having to hustle because mm. just for somebody like me ke matlab ye dekhne mein bhi hot hai iske ball iski chain iska style iski bowling you know like it's because he made he made the really impossible things look yes. so easy yes. and so regular he did it so regularly right so that alan lamb ball you know if you ask me for a personal list of 10 favorite wasim akram balls 10 of the craziest balls that he's bowled Alan Lamb delivery would probably be like in the lower half of that list. I I can pick off like you know six or seven balls that I feel personally are better than 
what he bowled but because he did it so often that you just felt like yeah yaar ye ek baar kar sakta hai to fir hamesha karega and he used to do it all the time so we we were jab amir wali spell ki baat kar rahe the so that was one of the things right ke wo those deliveries aren't amir's best deliveries or even the best versions like shaheen does a better impression of that uh hmm. five years later right like but obviously wo moment aisa tha wo lamha aisa tha ki aapko yaad rehta hai aur celebrate karte like with the scene it's like if you want to just take the moment ke world cup final ke 35th over mein aapne aake consecutive le li even if you take those with like you know he drags on those deliveries ya koi wicket pe gire jata hai like you'd still go crazy right back to back with yeah. that because the moment is so big but then he also does it with like crazy skill but then he also does it ke one is going away and the other is coming preposterously but then, you know ke work that's what i mean like for a child ke it's like when you watch someone do all of the shit at eight and as you keep growing older and you realize every level of how impossible that was is very difficult to see that person as like fallible right because it's just like bro us din to tumne ye kar diya tha so you know like anything <laughs> You know, so I I was going to make the point uh, that I was going to make two slightly contentious points about those deliveries, right? One is that I don't think the Alan Lamb dismissal was pure reverse, right? Although it's 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 framed as reverse swing, I feel like it's something more than reverse, and that comes from the space where I feel I've constantly felt that Basim Akram gets reduced. to being just a reverse swing specialist in a lot of the discussions around him yes he was a great reverse swing bowler but he was much 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 more than that yeah, and i feel like so this is basically like you saying ke the favorite biryani that my nani ever made that i enjoyed you think was a pulao not a biryani like <laughs> look that has to be a lie because neither do i love biryani nor am i a great fan of pulao so like that's not going to happen right? i'm saying so i'd like can you, can you restrict yourself to one offensive opinion at a time like so, so the lamb ball i like was not reverse swing that's or it wasn't entirely reverse swing or it was more than reverse swing i have this big thing you know basim ko you look reduce karte hain ke wo sirf reverse swing nahi nahi this ball was something else and you just have to watch it right i, I know it's the 35th over but there's two new balls here so you know it's only really 17 overs old so it's still a brand new ball yeah like it's a kokobara or whatever they were using then it's still a brand new ball and and what the things that it does okay it it does swing in but i reckon that's more the angle i feel, I feel that ball was as brand new as every millionaire son is self made like <laughs> pakistani <laughs> just yeah, world cup final map never kar sakte theek hai steve buckner khada tha wahan pe Steve Buckner was there. He would have been keeping an eagle eye on on Pakistan. So, so it 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 does come in, but I feel like that comes in with the arm and the angle generally. And then after that, what it does is it seams away. That 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 ball is like cutting away. It's like a fast leg break. It is literally what like I don't know if Wasim does it because the replays weren't great at that time. But अगर आप ये करें तो बॉल ऐसे लैंड करके ऐसे निकलेगी. So what he does is he's actually like that ball is breaking away. It's not straightening. it's it's like it's hit that crack except the crack that that missile stark hit except that there's no crack here it's just what seems genius and that pitch it wasn't a crazy pitch there wasn't like you know there was a bit of sim, seam and swing early on that derek pringle also exploited bichara pringle like you know his greatest performance would be reduced to like a footnote in wasim akram's fifth greatest triumph or whatever but that ball is the 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 genius of that ball is the length and and then it the fact that it cuts away 
so I'm not convinced it's like 100% that it's reverse. And my other contentious opinion is that that Chris Lewis ball after it isn't actually a great ball. Is not a what? Is not a great ball. And so oh, I'm, I'm pick- please please expand on. I, this. I'm picking up this mic and I'm dropping it gently. <laughs> so that's why that's Mike. It's a blessing that it's working right now. But secondly, please explain why it wasn't a good ball. Okay, so of course it was a good ball because it got somebody out in a World Cup final, got like a top class elite athlete out in the World Cup final. Of course, it is a good ball, but my issue with it is that it's played on, right? And that's like that's a that's a cheat. A played on is like in a mental maths test, you used a calculator and were like, ha ha ha, yeah, yeah, and you put the answer down, and you pretend that your mental maths may have top class. Miss Shanaz would have noticed something like this and like, you know, just just killed it in its in its infancy. It, it's a good ball, of course, not least because it it drags in so much. But if I ever get the chance, I'm going to ask Vaseem whether that ball he intended to bowl fuller. Because what it was doing was meant to be a delivery that goes fuller and right into his toes, maybe. But somehow, I don't know whether it's his groin that's been bothering him or the, just the fact that he's on this high or the fact that he's Vaseem and like, you know, plans don't always come off with 100% uh, accuracy, but they're still good enough to finish everything else off, is that it actually lands further back than he plans and it's missing the stumps. So if he if he had left that ball, Chris Lewis, if he had simply left that ball, and back then it wasn't such a sin to leave a ball in a white ball game, it would have gone over the stumps. But he plays Which, it, he hits it, and the, the aesthetics of it. No, hear me, out, hear me out. The aesthetics of it are all wrong because Wasim Akram does not deserve played ons off the inside edge of a bat of a ball that's not going to hit the stumps. Wasim Akram's greatest moment deserves to be inch perfect missile tailing into your toe Yorker, which swings in, hits your toe, makes you fall over and either gets you out LBW or breaks the stumps. It does not deserve to come in off the inside edge of a really bad, crappy defensive shot from an all-rounder who was like the 107th in line to be Bossom's next replacement. That's my point. I feel like it's it's like you know, I love you or actually you are evolutionary wired and your dopamine and oxytocin cortisol really whatever. Like it's just like <laughs> shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> like, you, you completely miss the point. A B first ball crazy wicket liye ball which sort of chef foot under area now we might put out when it's like yeah yeah i'm, I'm gonna leave this like oh, i feel pretty confident about leaving this it's i mean come on man like you're making it sound like it was it was like a wide of off stump and he was like reverse paddling it and he hit it it was gonna go over the stumps by a foot it was going to kiss the bales or something if not that but like the point of it is also okay he's just bold a delivery that went away from a crazy angle and now he throws it out like so wide and then it's basically like watching an off spinner and so maybe this is what you're getting at is that these deliveries reverse or seam or whatever the hell they're so crazy that they actually make more sense as spin spinners deliveries except they're happening at high pace like i think the only like like i said so my aesthetic issue is that inside edge and i never like those because you know those balls are not hitting the stumps that that's the bat, batter's ineptitude that is helping that ball hit the stumps one and two it's just not the best self of the ball that wasim akram should have bowled at that moment 
That's what I'm saying. It's it is like that ball should have been. You know, remember the ball to Robert Croft that was never given out. That crazy mm. ball that Mervyn Kitchen doesn't give out. This should have been one of those kind of deliveries that homes in and it swings like three different ways. Either beats him heads up, toes up, or whatever, hits him on the pads, and Buckner does give it out. Although I don't know if it's Buckner at that time at that end. It's not Buckner. It's the other umpire, and I don't even know who it was. I think it was Constant. Was it who was it at the other end? Do you remember? No, it was Shepard. It was it was Shepard. Aldridge, Aldridge or something. Okay. Anyone, whoever it is, you know, you you either get them to give it out or you bold him. But it's a great delivery. Of course, it's a great delivery. It's a great delivery to play first up. Chris Lewis, of course, he had to play it. Although I still feel like to a better batsman, although Shad Nakhilda. But it's a great delivery. I just feel like it's not the best self of the delivery that. Of what that delivery could have been, you know, you those motivational talks. You have to be your best self. You have to put on. You have to be the delivery that you want to be, not the delivery that you are. That kind of that kind of BS. I just feel like that was not the best delivery that it could be, even though it is a very good delivery. That's what I'm saying. It's like the second child. I love my second child. For the record, I love my second child absolutely. But that's like the second child of those films. I really feel we sh- we we don't want your second child to give <laughs> this. <laughs> but I think I think like uh, the lost episode is eventually I think what we agreed on was okay. In a sense, it's like when a band makes a cr- or a musician makes like a crazy album, and then they follow it up with a deliberately very different kind of album that, in isolation, is absolutely amazing. A lot of people love. But people who really love the first album find a lot of flaws in the second one, right? Like I'm thinking Radiohead do OK Computer and then they follow that up with K-Day, very sonically different. Kanye does uh, Twisted Fantasy, follows that up with Jesus, which is, again goes a very different direction. And it's almost, it's amazing to see an artist kind of see that, yeah, OK, I just did something that blew everyone's minds and watch this. I'm going to do something completely different and also blow your minds. And it's just that the first peak might be so high that you're like, mm, has that? So this is, really- I have a question. I have a simple question related to these things about the albums. And the Arctic Monkeys are also there, by the way, after AM coming out with Tranquility Base, which is totally different. But if that ball to Lewis had been bowled in isolation, so Alan Lamb has not happened before that ball. He just bowls that ball to Chris Lewis. Max's situation maybe is the same. How good is that ball to you? So, you know, like in my mind, I, I don't feel that deep. I think I was deflection. Um, analogy, it's kind of like that, and it's un, it's not fair, but my analogy is Vivius Lakshman out in like I think Lahore or something, where it's just so fast that it hits his pads and hits the wickets. And like Lakshman's kind of makes that, you know, what the fuck? Uh-huh. Pindi, yeah. That so full think, toss, right? The full toss ball you're talking about. Not the full toss ball. Like it, it's a full length ball that kisses like okay. his his uh his, the knee pads and then like it hits the stumps and he's like barely reacted to it. Like Chris Lewis opens up to play a cover drive, and before he can like he's still like, oh what the fuck? And like the ball's already like inside, and you know, the, the way his body is, I always expected. But in my mind, the trajectory is he would have hit something and hit the wickets anyways. Just like that Lakshman thing, it was so that but this wicket is is ball out out. There's a sense in that, which I feel I guess 
crazy itni lagti hai because wo ye hai ki yeah there's one thing to be like oh ye pehli achhi thi dusri and you know maybe this is like a 15 year old versus an 8 year old versus the 8 year old is just like oh my god i'm talking crazy what's he going to do like oh what you know like it's just to me it's like i can't view it in isolation even if i viewed in isolation i think i would pretty much loved it if it, if it, you know chris lewis was the first wicket and i think another example i can give is uh, sachin getting out right like shobhakta gets him out on a full toss instead of the perfect yorker that dravid gets but yes i don't give a fuck like that's that's the aesthetic may have this problem or that problem but in that moment to watch that it just blows your mind and in fact abhi what you are looking for might be just kal raat hi main dekh raha tha shahin afridi did in the 100 pehli ball pe wo swing karke lbw karta hai and it's like uh, you know it, it it's a full length ball and the next one is like a crazy yorker which like the guy's foot explodes always when it hits and we back to back i think you know i guess you're saying ke ek achhi aur dusri aur bhi crazy ho ya barabar ho this kind of maybe the craft goes like this but it is so i'm going to what i'm going to do is i'm going to another good friend of ours siddharth monga i'm going to read out his commentary for this delivery and i think that like it it goes against my argument completely of course yeah Yeah. And my argument is, I I accept that it is a facetious one and it is a very contrarian one. But I'm going to read out the commentary here. So he, he's done the 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 lamb delivery. The commentary is, oh magic, unplayable, too good. The surur is getting heavy now, which is typical manga. What a delivery yeah. around the wicket, angling in, pitching middle and off, dipping on him, and then swinging away late past the outside edge, pegging back the off stump. Then next ball. Is this the game? In two balls, Akram has undone the hard work of thirteen overs. This time, he flicks the shine the other way. Trust Monga to notice that he's flicked the shine the other way. Snakes this in from a mile outside off. Lewis is looking for something similar to Lamb. Is perhaps even relieved that this has started wide. But at that, but then at that last moment, it starts snaking back in. Played on high class bowling. Okay, so. maybe with that kind of manga esque detail in there about flicking the shine the other way and it starts off and manga has broken it down in typical manga fashion of how the batter would have seen that ball it's a good delivery but i still wish or you know on my deathbed i will say if i'm asked ke aapko kuch aur zindagi mein kuch chahiye tha to one thing i will say is ki yaar wo lamb ball clean bowled hoti not off the inside edge aur phir jo hat trick ball thi wo wasim bhai wide na karate हॉलीवुड में स्ट्राइक भी कर रहे हैं but there's that the, you know obviously the the dp the kind of everything that's happening in the frames and the lighting and the blocking and the you know, the camera movements etc etc and then there's like the costumes the attention to detail there is you know the sound not just the the score but also sound effects all of those things combine and you know there's it's not just one person right and then this in this moment as well like obviously Wasim Akram is the headline act, and like you know, but it's a team game and all of those things. But at the same time, in the commentary box is Richie Benham, the greatest, I think, commentator. And you know, obviously, the, the, he he has a very different style because it is a very different era. Artistic commentary is different expectations there. But 
जो सबसे बेहतरीन चीज बहनों की मुझे हमेशा लगती थी देखे जो अपना टीवी पे देख रहा है उसे नजर आ रहा है क्या हो रहा है उसे सुनाई दे रहा है क्या हो रहा है तो अगर मैं वही डिस्क्राइब करने लगा वो तो फिर मेरा फायदा क्या है राइट सो लाइक आई हैव टू डू आई हैव टू ऐड समथिंग टू दिस एंड बोथ दीज डिलीवरीज रिची वेना इज जस्ट ऑन फायर सो लाइक यू नो आई वॉज लाइक एनी अभी कल वही मैं जो आई वॉज वॉचिंग सम हाईलाइट एंड रवि शास्त्री लाइक बोल्ड होता and like i knew that was ravi shastri i didn't even know you know that and and i get that i i'm into that yeah, yeah. beno watches that delivery and he goes left arm round the wicket alnam has been cleaned up pause perhaps so to england right <laughs> which is how do you react to something so crazy with this much matlab thedao and discipline and yeah. you know like even in the phrasing of the sentence he doesn't tell you that it's bold until like halfway through it and then immediately he's able to contextualize it it's just brilliant or phir him and tony cozier again just you know maybe ke hum nostalgic ho rahe hain but you know for me just all these commentators are fantastic and tony cozier and this is why another argument into why it doesn't really matter if he plays on or not because this is the commentary <laughs> and it reminds us ke hum log abhi jab nasir se bahut poorly recorded uh interview kiya tha pichle episode mein thank you to rizwana who transcribed it he pointed out ki you know he felt bad for that kohli wicket he responded to what ganguly had said which made it difficult for somebody cutting the highlights kate you know who uh, ganguly on the, on the commentary had said how important will that be he gets out and nas replies not that important right and he's like that makes it very difficult and i realize that now okay ab it's hard to find hmm. the full two deliveries where you truly understand the genius of what beno says kyunki ab aapko sirf you know highlight pe wo wicket wicket pe cut hua hota hai and you you know you don't get the full thing the full thing is that as lewis is walking in tony cozier says a lot of all rounders towards the end of their order lewis reeves pringle defreitas they wait wasim bowls about and then beno goes subtract lewis from that list wasim akram is patrick like man absolute genius like timing so, yeah so I, that that once again like i i see what you're what you're saying yeah like you know there is a, a further like jaise ki what what you would call it um steven soderbergh and david fincher are friends and they were they're watching a movie together and like steven fincher pauses it and he's like it's really hard i don't even know what this technical detail means but he's like look the camera is one stop below which i think he was like the light lighting and white balance or something mm. like minuscule off and steven soderbergh is like i'm never watching a movie with you again because it must be exhausting to live life like this <laughs> and so i feel like in that fincher sense i understand your argument but you can you know it's a, such a tiny point because everything else is so magnificent and like richie beno in this moment really to wahi pe ke you know hum kal bhi yahi baat kar rahe the ke modern game mein agar is point pe aapki do wicket gire aur aapke paas itne sare all rounder pade aur itna koi like you know seven and over for like 15 overs like in the modern day this is actually a very easy chase yeah it's nothing i think the context ho ye ke us point pe you know beno says it both times like ke agar aapki is point pe aapke middle order mein wicket gir rahi hai you're expected to lose this you know i think until maybe even 7 8 years ago if you were hmm. if you had to score more than 15 in the final over or 10 in the final over it was like oh no one can beat this that's changed you know because of t20 but in that moment i think that's another thing to really kind of understand ki yes they had all those all rounders and yes 
यू नो दिंग रेट इतनी ज्यादा हाई नहीं थी मगर जब वसीम अकमी दो विकेट लेता है तो सबकी नजरों में इंग्लैंड की नजरों में पाकिस्तान की नजरों में दुनिया की नजरों में मैच खत्म हो चुका I and you know like the the best things about those Beno the the Beno intervention especially you know Tony Kozier is a perfect straight guy right he's setting it up he's setting up the conversation and Beno's coming in with his like expertise and all so it it sits like you said it sits beautifully on its own as just a highlight but it's also amazingly perfect as part of the narrative of their conversation that they're having you know throughout that moment मगर Beno की जो जो पहली बॉल पे है ना that the the way he says it left arm round and a lamb's been cleaned up perhaps so to england so he's not like you know it's it's not like he's adding a huge amount of insight right he's contextualizing amazingly he's doing it in such a way that maine bol diya authoritatively but i i've just realized because you've read it out the commentary he's he's actually giving you the insight he's telling you that left arm round is an unusual angle at that stage in cricket's development for anyone to be facing wasim akram is the most brilliant exponent of this unusual strategy in cricket and look what he's done like so he's already putting that in, the technical side of it into context you know left arm that's all he needs to say left arm round yeah. and everyone knows ki yaar ye isne bahut ek special cheez kari hai and then to add the lyrical flourish like you know and perhaps so to england that is just like it's it's, it's australian as well like a, maybe a little bit of glee that england have been cleaned up maybe although i you know yeah. beno was yeah. that kind of guy but it's a little bit of glee and then the addition to tony cozier for you know subtract lewis from that list it's just it's, it's just like inch perfect you know here are all the all rounders england have a long batting lineup but subtract this guy from that list and and unsaid is subtract england's chances from winning this game now basically because wasim akram is on fire i know wasim akram i have seen his development and he's not going to let you win this game you know and then like beno knows of course ke mustaq bhi hai aqib bhi hai wo log bhi wicket lenge you know aqib will pull off well before this but aqib has already pulled off one of his greatest catches ever abhi neil fair brother out over to another great catch like ijaz ahmed and Ramesh Raja somehow managing to not destroy each other's faces in a in a collision, running back to take the catch, and Ijaz Ijaz takes it, and then Ramesh is immediately admonishing him that, "Hey, yar, you what were you doing? I called you, and Ijaz said, 'Ten one, one of some Punjabi.' I'm sure they must have had some exchange." Then Salim Malik pulling off that throw from the boundary to direct hit, no, not direct hit, but to run out Defrater, so Pringle, one of them. But all of this, Beno knows that. But here. in dono ballon mein he's already realized i think the significance of this moment him and tony kozier both they've realized it and they're like okay now we are in the final stages of this game the death throes of this yeah. game it is over yeah we have to highlight this and so the way they do it it's you know we talked about the uh, the amir spell and said how everybody brought their a game including rambo for the cross team ball right the commentary this was i think broadcasting and commentary at at absolute peak like the union between what was happening and what was being told to us was absolutely like 100% you cannot better this you know beno yeah. talking over this and wasim doing what he is doing that's genius meets genius you know game recognizing game whatever it's absolutely like inch perfect um i i think we've done like almost we're like done a lot and our we didn't discuss most of the things we discussed last time around which we was on the legacy mm. of these deliveries of Wasim's legacy 
एंड आई थिंक एक चीज जो मैं यहाँ पे पॉइंट करना चाहूंगा कि इंग्लैंड के पास वनडे क्रिकेट में फर्स्ट मूवर एडवांटेज थी क्योंकि ये सबसे पहले इनके ही इजाद हुई थी और इनकी डोमेस्टिक लीग्स में इनके सारे खिलाड़ी खेलते थे तो वहां पे ऑब्वियसली लॉर्ड और मुल्कों के खिलाड़ियों ने खासतौर पर पाकिस्तानी ने वेस्ट इंडियंस वहाँ खेल के उनकी टीमों को भी बहुत ज्यादा फायदा हुआ बट ऑब्वियसली इंग्लैंड है दैट होल इंफ्रास्ट्रक्चर एंड दिस वॉज द सेकेंड कंजेकेटिव फाइनल जो ये हार रहे थे दूसरा लगातार भी था और चार में से तीसरा फाइनल ये हार रहे थे राइट लाइक सेवेंटी नाइन एटी सेवन एंड नाइनटी टू एंड फ्रॉम दिस मोमेंट तेईस साल तक इंग्लैंड की वाइट बॉल टीम तबाव लाइक ये लाइक दिस वॉजन के परहैप सो टू इंग्लैंड जब ये कह रहा है तो किसी को भी अंदाजा नहीं था कि ये इंग्लैंड का मैच में नहीं खत्म हो रहा ये इंग्लैंड की एक या दो जनरेशन के लिए जंगिस खान जाके वो क्या कहते हैं कि लाइक देर पार्ट ऑफ द वर्ल्ड वेर द क्लाइमेट द टेम्परेचर चेंज बिकॉज जंगिस खान सो मेनी पीपल दैट लाइक लिटरली देर वॉन्ट इनफ ह्यूमर टू क्रिएट दिटर बिफोर और यू नो लाइक द रोमन बैटल मतलब उस तरीके से बसी मकर ने उन्हें दफनाया था कि बेटा अब लाइक यू नो तेईस साल तक तुम्हारी टीम अच्छी नहीं लाइक in the lost episode the bootleg episode but i think it was something we 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 basically said that i think his greatness kind of has cushioned him from total cancellation right i i think yeah. that generally the point that we agreed on was that whatever happened so you know kayum report came he was heavily implicated in it although like you know uh he was heavily implicated but in as much as that report could do and the segue here is that i feel like the kayum report is actually like a masterly piece of work in that you know bahut hi limited hard evidence tha but there was a lot of speculation and 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 substantial speculation and you know like like speculation that you could not ignore uh there was that there was hearsay there was testimony there was spoken testimony which again you know didn't have the the value of evidence as such but there was so much of it there that he had to find a line somewhere justice kayum uh and, and he found this line of like kind of punching them but also not tangawing them uh, at least guys like wasim you know salim malik finished career was ended and i think that made sense because there was a lot more against wasim uh, against salim than than wasim akram but that report kind of captured perfectly this this uh the the kind of the, left them hanging between it was almost like a purgatory right they were left hanging between being complete gods and being complete criminals or whatever and you know it it's kind of how like life is but i don't think like over the course of time after especially you know justice kareem himself said that i had a soft spot for wasim akram when he later said in an interview that that's maybe why i didn't punish him you know tokir zia the chairman of the pcb at the time did want to he wanted to go all out and just you know hang them all effectively metaphorically hang them all wasim jo bhi ho wasim ho wakar ho inzamam ho sabko tangana chahte the general zia and he was advised by several people 
that no, look, we have to be a little bit more pragmatic about this because these guys are big, big figures. And, you know, in, in Pakistan, you perhaps don't get a bigger celebrity and public figure than a cricketer, than a top-class cricketer, right? So they had to really tread with a little bit of caution. Uh, and, and so I think Justice Sayum kind of captured that in his report. And then when he spoke afterwards and said that I had a soft spot for Wasim, I feel like he actually spoke for pretty much the entire country uh, and generations upon generations who all were like, yes, Wasim Akram may have had his integrity questioned and may have been involved, but he is Wasim Akram. The greatest clutch player we have known, the greatest player that Pakistan has known, the greatest bowler, one of the greatest bowlers the world has known, and actually at heart, a really endearing and warm and non-malicious personality, it has to be said. He has grown over time into like being just a not not a malicious guy, not bitter, you know, not hung up on the his own career. And so I think that has kind of worked in saving him from being completely cancelled. In fact, not just not being cancelled, but actually still thriving, I would say, right? As a as a post-cricket career. Yeah, I think that was the uh I you know the, the thing that I was thinking about is that 90s, I think in that moment, uh, Pakistan wins the World Cup. So that cricket straight away became, you know, one of those defining things for someone like me growing up in Karachi in my relative privilege. And at the same time, the uh, Pakistani pop music, like, and, you know, Vital Signs and Strings and, you know, NTM, music channel charts, etc. It was a big time for like that as well. And so you had like basically two types of rock stars for someone like me. You had the cricketers and then you had like the actual rock stars. And these are all, these are both really huge figures. And by the end of the 90s, um, the music industry is decimated because in Pakistan, there were channel, another channel came, music etc. And then cable TV, dish antenna basically but at least like middle classes were able to afford it. You, they had a whole bunch of Indian channels, the local channel kind of completely created, which created the music scene as mm. well. And at that point, pe, almost like a lot of musicians either left, but a lot of them also, you know, either briefly or uh, full-time, you know, became a lot more outwardly religious. Right. Or cheese cricket cricket rock stars fixing fixing you know, almost all of them went to that phase, you know, but like you know, religiosity just as I said, was like he had a very different South Asian cliche instead of turning religious in his middle age, he became diabetic in his middle age. But I think that was one of those things I often thought about is this like, you know, there was with the musicians, there were all these different pressures from society. With the cricketers, they had actually far more serious crimes, which was like the fixing, etc. But end of the you know, for, from a kid lacking that kind of nuance, it just felt like, oh, everyone's out after my heroes. And then you kind of feel, you know, that in a sense, like the changes they made felt like they were admit that you know, that's why we are So, you know, whatever you supported them for was actually wrong. And A, I also found that Vaseem kind of avoids that trajectory. 
बी वॉट आई फाउंड इंटरेस्टिंग इसके दुनिया मतलब दुनिया भर में यू नो पीपल कैन एक्सेप्टेड हाँ ठीक है फिक्सिंग फिक्सिंग जो कुछ भी था बट यू नो लाइक देटेड टू ऑल लाइक द बिग काइंड आईसीसी इवेंट्स और लाइक इन इंग्लैंड और इन ऑस्ट्रेलिया और इंडिया लाइक द्री बिगेस्ट मार्केट्स ही इज बॉक्स ऑफिस आई मीन let's be clear wasim akram as a sports analyst and commentator is terrible and he rightfully gets made fun of um but you know as a presence as as just being a having that star power he's clearly extremely attractive to all these different people and we were talking about in pakistan probably remains you know along with afridi like the biggest brand ambassador which is remarkable given ke isko koi 20 25 saal ho gaye retire kiye hue right so like um there 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 are people with kids now who really have barely watched him bowl and yet he's still selling those aerial detergents and you know do stuff like that and so it's kind of remarkable that that you know wo jo itna bada ek period of crisis tha pakistani pop culture ke in do pillars mein and and seem to affect everyone and seem to everyone seem to get judged by it like was seen obviously took a toll on him he, you know he talks about like diabetes was a result mm-hmm. of the stress he faced but the point was yeah he emerges from that to this day with like a pretty you know he's forgiven if not the sins also forgotten jinko yaad bhi hai wo bhi matlab you know like yes i think if abhi bhi pakistan mein log troll troll kar rahe hain aur you know hamari media has that very antagonistic approach to everyone but even there like people are very wary of kind of going after him uh because he just has so much goodwill otherwise and that that is i think one of the most remarkable things about him and i think ki wo hum discuss karne lage to hum waisi 2 ghante podcast kar chuke hain aur bhi karni padegi but i think yeah i think that that was important to acknowledge yeah and also like you know you were talking about the trajectory that he did not take the trajectory that other guys took it that it's in itself is remarkable because as he explains in his book right that he came from a fairly uh fairly humble i guess in background in the sense that it was a troubled background you know the their parents split i i never knew about this but his parents split at an early age uh hmm. you know they used to live in model town in lahore then they moved to andruni shahar and he lived with his like tumazang uh, yes tumazang sorry and he lived in his mother's kind of side of the family for we grew up with them and all he you know acknowledges himself as a pendu he says that when i meet my old friends from that time I, they still call me a pendu and uh, but he he went through this remarkable transformation when he was growing older as a cricketer just after imran had retired and he always sought mentors i think was him ki ek cheez thi that he always needed some kind of guiding light or mentor to respond to and i think homa his his you know wife who passed away sadly she played a huge role in that and there was this interview that he gave just after the first rebellion against his captaincy had happened in 92 93 he gave this interview in 93 94 which uh i got hold of thanks to kamran vasti who you know if you know you know uh he has like everything in the world ever on cricket from everywhere he conjures up these things so he gave this interview amazing interview uh which i saw in the pakistani cricketer in which he talked about coping with and being vulnerable and coping with what had happened to him with the team you know all these young guys who he, were his best friends were his life suddenly betraying him and he was coming to terms with that and uh, you know he he used huma a lot huma who was a psychoanalyst so he spoke to her a lot almost as a patient and i think that you know huma's influence that way really helped him develop as a person where where imran couldn't take over post his retirement because imran got busy with other stuff 
I think Huma really helped shape the kind of person that he became, which is to say that he transcended his own like kind of background and where he'd come from and his career at that stage. And it helped him take stock of his life and become the guy that we see now. You know, he's very worldly. He's, he's, he's you know, he's at home in England, in Australia, which, which is a home for him now in Pakistan. He can move easily between these countries just being Wasim Akram. I mean, I think like one of the last signs of India's in like, okay, oh, the fascism can't be stopped was when like they stopped allowing Wasim. <laughs> because like otherwise they were like, and he became, you know, Wasim became almost like a, and this is maybe the note where we end is he almost became, he's almost become like this Imran kind of figure. If you think of Imran just before he became a massive politician, like, yeah. you know, carrying a lot of goodwill about him and a figure who is recognizable anywhere he goes in the world, who different communities, different countries all acknowledge him. Um, and, and that, like, you know, that bad will or that polarization from becoming a politician hasn't come in yet. And I don't think Wasim will ever, ever entertain the notion of politics. But he's become, you know, from having gone to be like Imran's understudy, the guy who's going to re- replace Imran to being his own kind of genius. I think he's now become a, a like pre-politics, pre-big politics, Imran kind of figure in that he's universally pretty much loved. I, I I think he doesn't think that he's loved as much as he is, which is why the book has come out. I think it's like a kind of, you know, putting his own story out there as legacy, but also as defense and 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 validation or whatever. But I think if if you look at it and, you know, his his commercial work, his commentary work, all of it proves that he is still as beloved as he was when, you know, he was at his peak as a player. Yeah, no, on a personal level, I can definitely vouch for that. Um, that should, I mean, we've gone way over time on this, uh, but, you know. For the second time. Um, it's such, it's such a unknown or iske baare mein koi baat hi nahi karta is fail ki to humne socha ke kyun naam thoda sa zyada daale aur tafseel se baat kare haan, ke mashallah se Vaksi Makram ne bhi ek dafa fine mein teen wikte li thi, do laga taar balu pe li thi. Fifteen? Yeah, bakwaas. But anyways, this was a lot of fun. Usman, thank you so much. Um, and thank you to Siggy also, who is <laughs> quiet. Um, I did, did not hear Siggy even once. Yeah, Siggy was pissed before we started, but you know, he's... Siggy had, by the way, for, for those who look out for these kind of things, Siggy played this podcast backwards as a message to other cats. The original <laughs> bootleg bot podcast. So if you find that, Siggy has played that backwards as a message to all cats. And it's yeah. some kind of subliminal message that we don't know what it is, but Siggy's done that to the first podcast. Well, on that note, uh, thank you so much. And uh, we'll catch you hopefully soon, hopefully more regularly. Bye.